I have a destiny. Um, sometimes, you know, there are days where you believe it so much more than other days. Um, yeah. You know, and I think everyone has that challenge. But I guess it was just that rekindling of that core within that, yeah, I do have a destiny and there are things that I am passionate about. There are things that I want and um, I just felt that this would be, you know, from looking at the content of what would be discussed during the program, I thought, yeah, this is going to help me uh, to grow more in this and, and to grab some tools and mm-hmm. uh, move forward. stories of average people who massively changed their lives from a Tony Robbins event. Welcome to episode 25 of this podcast and the second of the Date with Destiny stories this year. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in each week and I'm uh, happy to be back here sharing this unbelievable story and I've got with me today Diane Musa from Find Your Switch Solutions and Diane's uh, coaching journey has just begun really but if you listen to this episode Diane has actually overcome so much in her life and the last six months for her were just incredibly transformational and up until recently she really didn't know exactly who Tony Robbins was and and her his words gave her a lifeline and and she was really at the crossroads when she got to date with Destiny I want to let Diane do the talking and her life story is just one that cannot be missed. If you're interested in following Diane's story further, I've left her Facebook page in the show notes and I encourage people to just go there and follow Diane's story. She's an incredible woman and she's on a new journey at the moment. I just want to say thank you to the sponsor of this episode, which is Jolene Swafford's Mastermind Thrive. Now, Jolene was actually featured on episode 11 of this podcast and has been to many of Tony's events and actually is a platinum partner at the moment. And Jolene now actually runs a multi-six-figure coaching company and her new Mastermind Thrive, which I'm actually a part of, is officially up and running. And it's it's an intimate group of people who are taking their, ni- their life to the next level, sorry. And and as Tony says, you know, proximity is power and getting Jolin's wisdom and coaching in the fortnightly group coaching calls, I must say, is absolutely invaluable. And uh, f- fortunately enough, Jolin has actually offered the listeners of the podcast a 10% discount. And if you are interested, just jump over to joelineswafford.com forward slash thrive, or you can click on the links in the episode show notes. Diane Musa, thank you so much for joining me. No worries, Cameron. Great to be with you. Yes, and, and you too. So how are you today? Yeah, I'm really well. Um... Not nervous? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to be worried about. We're only talking about the great man, Tony Robbins, and, and the impact he's having on the world and, and some of the stories. 
from his events. So I'm sure you'll Absolutely. be right at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, your story and, and all of the, I guess, the major things going on in your life leading up to the Tony Robbins event you went to. Sure. Um, so I come from a really big family. Um, my uh, ethnic background is Lebanese. So I'm one of six kids. Um, and I am 36. And, uh, yeah, 25 years ago, uh, I was diagnosed uh, with an eye condition um, that would render me to be blind. Uh, it's known as retinitis pigmentosa, RP for short. Uh, and over the years, my sight has uh, deteriorated significantly. Uh, within that same year, um, I was also diagnosed with a spinal condition called scoliosis, uh, major curvature of my spine. Um, so it happened to be within a matter of months of being told that you've got this eye condition and your sight will deteriorate. And by the way, you've got massive growth on your spine and you have to go in for major surgery, um, which left me flat on my back for two and a half months. Um, yeah, and then a road of recovery physically, um, which has kind of taken its toll over the years. Um, I had the surgery and, uh, yeah, I've had a number of different medical conditions uh, as a result uh, of that surgery, which was necessary at the time, but, uh, yeah, there's been some, some side effects. So I just uh, have been walking through, through that um, and, yeah, just dealing with what it is to be vision impaired in uh, the big wide world and uh, trying to you know, make my mark and uh, live uh, life to the full as much as possible. Um, yeah. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how did you how did you get through that time? Uh, sounds like that that um, period was uh, incredibly challenging. Yeah. Um, I was eleven at the time, um, and you know it quickly became a life of you know uh, a revolving door of medical professionals uh, in my life and going from one professional to the next and uh you know when you're young you're not really understanding everything that's coming at you you know that something's not quite right um and yeah uh it was a difficult time uh the adults in my world uh, were not able to handle all that was happening to me um and i guess at the time i've always been a very curious person always like to learn and know what's going on and uh educate myself so when those around me couldn't handle what was going on uh you know i started asking the questions i uh grew up very quickly so i lost uh my childhood and my teenage years really just trying to grapple with what was happening to me uh, where there were those in my life burying their heads in the sand, uh, something within me kind of rose up and went, well, I need to know what's going on. I need to handle this. I, I need to know what to expect. And 
so it was a hard time, um, but it was a case of just getting on with it and educating myself as best as possible. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure you uh, had to grow very quickly in that situation and I guess... Was it was it an easy thing to accept and and work no, through? No, it wasn't. No, mm. it wasn't, and it hasn't been. Uh, you know, there have been times where, you know, particularly through my teenage years, um, that was really hard, um, and through my early, you know, twenties, um, yeah, just uh, trying to be like everyone else and, and do life like everyone else, but knowing that, you know, I had this limitation and trying to push through that and, um, you know, coming from a family background where the culture does not tend to understand disability very well. Um, and so for me being quite um, determined in wanting to step out and try new things and be different and, and break away from the mould of, you know, well, you can't do this and you can't do that because you can't see. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, been challenging and was challenging through that time and, and continues to be uh, a challenge. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. And, and what, I guess fast forwarding a little bit, where, where were you at in life with uh, everything leading up to the recent Tony Robbins event you went to date with destiny? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> oh, that was uh, quite an interesting time. Actually, it was uh, February of this year and I was with a friend and we were having coffee one day and, uh, they were talking about, you know, things that they were walking through in terms of health in their own life. And uh, I was being challenged by that and uh, just knowing, you know, my own challenges physically of what I'd been walking through and uh, trying to push through. And uh, I had what I'd call a bit of a aha moment. It was like I found the switch on the inside that suddenly turned on and it was this realization that I'd actually given up on myself in many aspects of my life and I sat there in absolute shock horror <laughs> I was like far out wow I hadn't realized that I'd done that to myself by getting to a point and a place of everything being so hard and getting to the point I guess of exhaustion you don't realize you start to not so much give up but you become well I know for me I felt that I'd become complacent and not really going after you know what was in my heart and uh yeah so they said to me look it's okay it's all right. They just tried to, you know, keep me calm and um, centred. And they said, look, I've got this CD that I think would be really beneficial for you to listen to. If I give it to you, will you listen to it? And I went, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it a listen. Not, nothing to lose. And I said, well, what is it about? And they said, well, I'll give it to you and you have a listen. 
I went, okay. So I was given the CD and it was the Tony Robbins CD all about certainty. <laughs> yeah. And it was the three CD pack. Uh, and when I started to listen to it, I thought, oh, my gosh, I've never heard anything like this before in my life. I mean, I hadn't even heard of Tony Robbins before listening to this CD. And um, so I listened and I was like, I want more. I need more of this. And I went through the exercises that Tony uh, explained in the CD. And it was just amazing the physiological reaction that was going on uh, when I followed what Tony was saying as I was listening. And I was like, wow, what we think and what we feel has an impact physically on us. And uh, that was new for me. That was a, a new, new concept. Um, so I went back to my friend and I said, uh, you got any more of this stuff? Give me more. And, uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, I've got a whole box set, you know? Um, and they were like, I've got one other that I really want you to listen to, but, uh, I don't have it on me right now, but I've got something else. I said, what have you got? And they're like, oh, no, no, you wouldn't be really interested in this one. I said, what is it? <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's called polarity. Uh, it's all about feminine and masculine energy. I don't think it's going to be your cup of tea. I went, just give it to me. <laughs> and it was funny because at Date With Destiny, Tony taught a lot on that. So it's like I had a, you know, a pre-taste. Um, so I listened to polarity. Then I listened to uh, transformational vocabulary. And after I'd listened to those CDs, again, I'd met up with my friend and I flippantly, you know, just in conversation, I'm like, oh, this stuff is fantastic. I said, it'd be so awesome one day, you know, to perhaps meet Tony. He seems like a really cool dude. Like, you know, how awesome would that be? Now, my friend is not one to ever discourage or put me down or, or not <laughs> kind of encourage me. But I've since learned later they were like, yeah, okay, die. Good on you. Everyone <laughs> wants to meet Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, after I'd had that conversation, I was on Facebook and I saw an advertisement that Success Resources uh, you know, was sponsoring. Tony was coming out to Cairns to date with Destiny. And I thought, wow. Uh, I looked at the information and I looked at the price and I went, oh, no, I can't do it. It's, it's going to be too much. And then a few days later, I thought, you know, what if I just give Success Resources a call and just say, hi, this is who I am. I would really love to come to Date with Destiny, but you know, my finances are not at the point where I could afford, you know, a full ticket. I thought, what have I got to lose? And uh, I rang through and... This lady answered and gave her, you know, a bit of my story and, and she's like, just a minute, I'll just put you through to somebody um, who looks after, you know, the finance stuff. And I went, what? Sorry? She's like, yeah, yeah, just hold on. <laughs> so I get through to this guy and uh, I said, look, I'm not sure I've come through to the right department. And he's like, yeah, you've come through to the right department. <laughs> How can I help you? And I was like, okay, well, um, I'd like to come today with Destiny, but this is my situation financially. 
I was just wondering, you know, is there any way of being able to work something out um, with you guys or if you have anything in place for someone like myself? And he said to me, well, why do you want to come? And so I said, well, you know, I feel that I'm, I'm meant to come and it would be a great opportunity for me to learn and, and develop more. And he just started grilling me like, you know, the questionnaire you fill out before you go to date with Destiny? Well, this was like straight up in my face, <laughs> just really making sure that, you know, I was legit in wanting to come and be part of the event. And I got to the point where I bursted into tears and I just said, I've got to be there. And he's like, okay, I can help you. And I said, sorry? He said, yep, I can help you. We can make this happen for you to be able to come to date with destiny. Wow. And I said, well, I said, why would you want to help me? <laughs> Cause that's kind of at the point of desperation and just needing things to shift in my world and needing things to change. And he said to me, because I believe you're meant to be there. And I just, again, bursted into tears and I just said, thank you. And so from that point on, I, um, I had to go and look into applying for, you know, credit cards and things like that and borrowing money off friends so I could get this ticket done and dusted. And uh, before I knew it, uh, yeah, I was uh, on my way to date with Destiny. Uh, and just around about that time of actually locking all of that in, uh, I moved out of home, mm. um, which was and has been a huge step in my life. Um, Got to the point where I reached that threshold of uh, that Tony talks about where, you know, uh, you get to that point, you get to that place where you just got to step through and, and, and just do it. And mm. uh, so I had applied and, and done all the logistical stuff for Day With Destiny, uh, but not realising at that time that I was going to be moving <laughs> out of home. So, uh, yeah, it's been a, a full-on time um of, of moving and going to date with destiny and uh yeah big transitional things all at once but uh you know as one of my friend coins uh, the term with me deep dive i tend to dive in dive in at the deep end of life i don't do things by halves and uh you know I've heard it said, no, you meant to do UPW before you meant to do, you know, Date with <laughs> Destiny. And I was like, yeah, that might be true, but I feel like I'm meant to do this first. Wow. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I, th I, th I think you really were. And it sounds like a lot of things were colliding in your life. Yes. And, and yeah, it's just incredible, the, that power of intention and, and getting on the phone with success resources and not really even knowing what you were going to say by the sounds of it. That's right. Yeah. A pow powerful stuff. So when you say that, and uh, just then how you said to the person at success resources that you feel like you just need to go, what was the, what was the feeling there? Like, how did you, how did you know that? And, and, what was the, I guess, the power behind that? Um, well, the name itself, Date With Destiny, mm. um, really moved on my heart and my spirit 
there was just something within me that just went, yeah. Like, I, I know for myself that uh, despite any of my physical uh, limitations that uh, I'm called for more. You know, we're all called for something in our lives, uh, no matter how big or small it might be. We're all called to have purpose and to uh, be part of this life, not just be, you know, spectators on a sideline, but actually be in the midst of it. Mm. And uh, I'd felt for a long time that uh, through circumstances and, and people that I was slowly starting to be pushed, you know, to the sideline. And mm. I guess that calling of uh, the title of the you know, event, Date With Destiny, spoke so deeply to me uh, from the point of view that, yeah, I have a destiny. Um, sometimes, you know, there are days where you believe it so much more than other days, um, yeah. you know, and I think everyone has that challenge, but I guess it was just that rekindling of that core within that, yeah, I do have a destiny and there are things that I am passionate about. There are things that I want. And, um, I just felt that this would be, you know, from looking at the content of what would be discussed during the program I thought yeah this is going to help me uh to grow more in this and, and to grab some tools and mm-hmm. uh, move forward amazing that's that's just an incredible story uh thank you so much for sharing some of the things that were going on in your life before date with destiny and and I guess some of those real struggles that a lot of people don't experience like you said about feeling like you're on the sidelines of, of life. And I really honor, honor you for saying, no, um, I'm, I'm a deep diver. I'm going in the deep end and you're, you, you're just so right that we all have a destiny and we all have something that we're meant to do here in this life. And, and that's just so powerful. So thank you for sharing that. No worries. Um, so let's get to the event. So mm-hmm. there were a few <laughs> things clearly that were going on for you that you maybe wanted to tackle. And that's yes. not always what people actually get out of the event. So mm-hmm. tell me in a nutshell about Date with Destiny 2019 in Cairns and some of the huge revelations you had. Yeah, sure. Um, so I arrived knowing that it was going to be, you know, a pretty big event. Um, I guess when I rocked up on the first day, I was out in the corridor and it became a sensory overload. Uh, there were just people everywhere and you know, there was such a buzz and such an excitement and, and that was all fantastic. But for me, it was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is really real. I'm here now. You know, all of the planning, all the prep, it's showtime. <laughs> you know, we're here. My goodness. Um, so for the first few days, it was really uh, trying to, for me, manage what it was being such a big environment with so many people and so much um, of that buzz and that excitement of the dancing and the hugging and the high-fiving and, you know, getting into teams and... Uh, all of that was um, a lot for me to kind of work through. 
uh, it was probably around day four uh, that I started to have, I guess, a real um, opportunity where something really shifted in me. Um, we had a session in the afternoon on goal setting. And someone in my team had said to me, oh, you're looking forward, you know, to this next workshop. And I kind of <laughs> scrunched my face up, going, mm, no, not really. And they're like, why? And I said, oh, it's just not something that I've really enjoyed in the past. And they're like, oh, look, you'll be all right. And so I went into that workshop thinking, oh, here we go, goal setting. And I realised in that moment, I never enjoyed doing goal setting in the past because I never really had goals. I, I didn't have, you know, years, sorry, pardon me, goals for you know, a year's time, two years time, five years time. My goal was if I could get through each day, that was my goal. I would succeed if I could just get through each day. And I realized in that session that actually no, I could live and start living from a place of, you know, writing down the things that I want to achieve and just starting to see the possibility um, that, you know, these things could be achievable. Um, Suri uh, was the person that led out that workshop and she said something toward the end and, and she said, you know, what if it's not the fear that's on the inside of you that's stopping you, but what if you know that there's something more powerful that you need to tap into? And in that moment, I actually physically shook. Uh, my body just physically shook when she said that. And it was like something went deep <laughs> into mm. me that I'd not encountered or felt before. And I walked out of that, excuse me, I walked out of that workshop and I said to the friend that I was with, I feel like for the first time in my life, I can actually stand here realising and recognising that I've, I've done a lot in my life. I've actually pushed through despite all the naysayers and all the rejection and all the negativity that's come at me. I've never stopped long enough to appreciate what I have achieved and what I have done. And even though back then I may not have technically gone, yep, I'm setting this goal and I'm going to achieve this, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, I actually have achieved a lot of goals but never took time to really celebrate what I had invested in. And so for me being able to just walk out of that workshop and feel a sense of, being proud of myself, I've never felt that before. I mean, you can have people come up to you and, and, you know, give you the pat on the back and encourage you, but until you actually get it for yourself on the inside of you, then it really doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, don't get me wrong, you appreciate that encouragement, you appreciate those pats on the back, but when it actually shifts something within yourself, um, yeah, then that's when it has greater impact. And, and that's what it did for me. I could sincerely and, and genuinely, you know, come out of that workshop and, and say out of my own mouth that, Di, I'm proud of you. 
And I, I have been able to, not just in that moment, but since then, continue to stay in that place of being proud of me, even, you know, on my not so great days and, and on my good days. Um, mm. So that was, that was the starting point of where I felt like things started to shift for me during Date With Destiny. And then the following morning, uh, you know, you'd have your team meetings and there was the question of, you know, who would like to share, uh, you know, what happened the previous day? And uh, by default, <laughs> I'm more of a one-on-one person. I'm not a, you know, get into a group and, <laughs> you know, speak in front of people. Um, I just find that quite nerve-wracking. But again, something in me had shifted and I thought, yeah, I'll put my hand up. I'll, I'll step out the front and I'll share. and Maybe this might help somebody else. And so I did. Um, and, you know, that again was just, it, it helped to build me up. And uh, it was something else that I could be proud of, you know, for me. Um, day five was a huge, huge day. Um, it was the day that we were working on our values and uh you know it'd been a long week <laughs> physically mentally emotionally spiritually it was just like <laughs> huge and uh i'd been working with one of my leaders from my team uh throughout the day and looking at our towards and our away values and uh she had to step out of the room in the afternoon to te- attend to a meeting uh and I'd sort of been sitting there and I was getting a bit frustrated because I wasn't able to see anything up on the screen and there was a lot of talking going on from the front and trying to really take on all of the concepts and all the learning. Um, Then not being able to write anything down in my workbook. I was getting tired. I was getting frustrated. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'll just sit out tonight. You know, I'll just go home, have a rest, come back the next day really refreshed. And so my leader came came back into the room and I said, look, um, I think I feel like I need to sit out tonight. She went, no, 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 you're not going anywhere. I was like, no, no, no. I think if I just go home, just rest and come back. She's like, no, die. (laughs) I'm not letting you go. Let's have a look at your workbook. Let's look at what we've done from earlier today. And there was an area that I was getting really, really stuck on. one of the things that I had walked into date with Destiny desperately, you know, almost on my knees desperate, was wanting freedom in my life and uh, wanting to be a free person. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that had been at the top of my list. And she said, I noticed that that's still one of your biggest values. And she said, can I propose something to you? And I went, mm, yeah, okay. She's like, why don't we take it off your list. And I was like, pardon me? <laughs> what the? <laughs> She's like, why don't we take it off your list and why don't we replace it with one of your top power virtues, which is the next one on your list anyway. And I went, oh, okay. So nervously I said yes. And she uh, had marked off freedom and, and put up, Uh, my next one which was joy and in that instant when she crossed out freedom and she replaced it with joy I was like oh my gosh 
I, I felt like there was this, again, this physical and mental transaction that had gone on that I absolutely did not expect. Um, and I realised in that moment that I'd been tying in this desperation for freedom to the fact that, you know, I'm not able to see. And being able to, for the first time, to realise that when I'm joy, when I'm confident, when I'm courageous, when I'm stepping out in those other things, that I actually am a free person, mm-hmm. um, which was just a huge realisation for me, um, that I did not have to no longer you know, tie my identity uh, of needing to be free, you know, to not being able to see. And so that was huge. It just in that moment, if I felt different, I felt like something came alive on the inside of me. Something had shifted so much so that I wasn't stuck in that place of desperately wanting to, you know, be free mm-hmm. and be like every other person. That actually, I could just be die, mm-hmm. uh, regardless mm-hmm. regardless of what I go through on a daily basis. I can be die, and die is enough. Wow, that's that is so so powerful. So that night, uh, I stayed <laughs> in the auditorium. Yeah. And Tony had come out. He hadn't been there through the day because he'd been unwell. And uh, he came out on stage and asking, you know, who wants to share what they've learnt today? And uh, I put my hand up. I'm thinking, what are you doing, Di? Are you crazy lady? You're in a room of 2,500 people. Why are you putting your hand up? You don't do this. But I felt such a release and such a permission that it was like I didn't care who was around me. And um, I wasn't being picked. The few people had had opportunity to share. And then I thought to myself, well, maybe I'm just not meant to share. I shared with my team this morning. Maybe that was enough. Um, but something on the inside of me just kept saying, no, keep popping your hand up. And it got to the point where I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm not getting picked. So why am I doing this to myself? And at one point, we're all standing and, you know, the room is full of activity and full of hype. And I thought, how am I going to get this guy's attention? So I thought, I'm going to stand up on my chair. I'm going to start waving my hand up in the air like a crazy lady. And I'm telling you, Cameron, this is not me. I'm usually the one that, you know, put me in the back corner, you know, um, doing my own thing where no one's watching. That's all good. I'll be happy. That's my happy place. So for me to do that, I was like, what is going on here? And my friend got worried because they were like, um, are you falling over? Are you okay? And then I soon realised what I was doing. And in that moment, again, I didn't get picked. And then after the person shared, um, there were a few of my leaders in the front row, like in front of me, and they, I could hear them saying to my friend, get her back up on her chair and we'll all point. And so I got back up on my chair thinking, oh, you know, I don't know why I'm doing this. Obviously, I'm not meant to speak. And that was fine. Um, and so I got back down and there was all this cheering going on around me. And I think, oh, I didn't get picked, so I just sit back down. But no, my friend's like, there's a microphone in your hand. Speak. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't realise that I 
I've been chosen because I obviously didn't see the microphone coming to me. And so lo and behold, you do the whole, you know, hi, I'm Di and this is where I'm from. And, you know, everyone cheers. I'm like, I can't believe I'm <laughs> and so my hands were shaking that much I actually couldn't hold the microphone um, and I got opportunity to share um, pretty much what I'm sharing now with you um, and what I learnt in that afternoon and the breakthrough that I got to have um, and it was amazing because I realised that for me to get up and speak in front of a huge crowd of people, it wasn't a case of, you know, I got up so everyone could, you know, um, kind of go, oh, isn't she inspirational? Isn't she wonderful? You know, any of that. The reason why I got up and I felt so deeply that I needed to share, I needed to do it for myself. I needed to... Uh, take a stance in my own life um, by, as I phrase it, coming from coming away from the sideline, coming away from the shadows, and you know, really making a declaration of this is who I am. You know that yes, okay, uh, I am a woman who has a sight problem who's had a lot of things that I've had to walk through in my life, but I'm more than that. And, uh, you know, I stood there that night to prove to myself, not to anyone else, um, yeah, that uh, I could come back, you know, into, uh, you know, this space of living and living to the full. Mm. Uh, and living life uh, on my terms and, and uh, what I want moving forward. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite a moment to be able to do that. Um, and then, yeah, after sharing, you know, I sat down and uh, it was like an out-of-body experience. It was just uh, unlike anything that I'd encountered um, and amazingly, <laughs> after I actually had shared, Tony came off the platform and came and gave me a hug and uh, said a couple of things to me and, and encouraged me. And my friend said to me later, you better be careful what comes out of your mouth, Di. And I said, oh, well, why is that? And they're like, because everything you keep saying is just happening and it's happening so quickly for you. Mm. And I remarked, well, that may be so, but the years of enduring and fighting through and, you know, getting to a point and getting to a place of, you know, wanting more hasn't come quickly. It's taken a lot. And so um, I just feel, you know, what happened for me through Date With Destiny and since then um, has been a result of, of me not stopping, not, you know, giving up at points where I really would have liked to have given up. Mm. And I think, and I think, you know, even back at the beginning of this year where I felt like I had given up on me, um, I may have given up on me, but I hadn't given up on 
being there for others and building others up and, you know, serving others and keep putting, you know, my my hand in the ring and, and you know, keep pushing and uh, trying to do my best. So um, what has happened, you know, during David Destiny and since, um, I think is, is yeah, a reward of, of, of the hard slog. And, and that hard slog doesn't stop because even since coming back from Date with Destiny, you know, um, it's a roller coaster of, of a ride. You know, you come out of such an event and uh, there's so much that you're processing and that you're trying to implement in your everyday life. And, um, you know, there's good days and bad days and, uh, yeah, it's just that constant uh, thing of, well, I'm going to show up today and I'm going to, you know, keep trying and keep pushing and do my best and, and know that you know, my best is good enough. Mm, absolutely. There, I mean, there's just so much to take from your experience at Date With Destiny. It sounds like some of the revelations and transformations were seriously profound for you. And um, I guess I just want to touch on one just because we're kind of running out of time. What was the feeling like when after you spoke to Tony and you sat down, you said you feel you so you said you felt like you had a out of body experience what was that feeling? Was it a relief or was it just this um, feeling of gratitude or yeah. What, what were you feeling in that moment? If you can remember. Um, I can remember it was absolute adrenaline. Um, Just pumping (laughs) (laughs) my entire body. Just, I was shaking. I couldn't stop shaking. Um, It was like something within me woke up. Mm. you know, because I'd never had anything like that happen to me ever before. And so it was like this physical jolt that had occurred. Um, and, yeah, just the the feeling, uh, the sense, really, of uh, coming alive. Mm. Something had switched on on the inside. And mm. uh, I just felt like that happened because of my choice to keep standing and even when I didn't feel like I was going to get picked, yeah. something in me just kept saying, keep standing, keep putting your hand up. Yeah. Um, and definitely gratitude for that opportunity because it's not something that everyone gets to have. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And the, those beautiful realisations you had that day and the, the team leader, you know, can, um, encouraging you to stay and all of those things, even just the earlier events that year of getting the CD and, and calling success resources. And this, this year sounds like it's just been profound for you. And it definitely has been. Yeah. Yeah. Really so many little events that clearly I believe were meant to happen and happen for a reason. And, and uh, you are a force for, for good and in absolute abundance in this world, I can tell. And 
I, I just want to thank you for um, sharing that story and also just uh, check in with you now. Like it's been a few months, a couple of months since Date with Destiny. How are things now and, and what are you up to? Yeah, um, it's, it's still challenging me, everything that I learnt during Date with Destiny. And, uh, you know, some weeks have been better than, than others. Um, so right now um, I am about to take on a coaching course. Um, and so I start that in a couple of weeks' time. Um, which I'm really excited uh, for that opportunity. Um, yeah, to be able to learn some more tools and uh, be able to uh, help others in, in their journey, in their life. Um, and then in September, I'll be heading to UPW in Sydney. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the momentum, hey? Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. So you're going to do a course for coaches yeah so you yes. you're looking at working in that in that field that's amazing yes yes i am because i really feel uh you know that's something that i'm passionate about being able to build up other people um and see them step into their calling into their destiny and so um i'm really excited for that amazing i'm, I'm so pleased to hear that and and wow what a what a year you're having and i I'll be around UPW Sydney somewhere. I'm not sure if I'll be in or if I'll be crewing or I'll be outside looking after my kids while my partner goes, but <laughs> I'll be around there somewhere. So I look forward to connecting with you in person as well. That would be amazing. Yeah. So, hey, thank you so much for coming on and your story is just so powerful and I encourage everyone to keep an eye out for Diane and her her work and yeah I uh, just want to say thank you and and it's just been a pleasure to talk to you thank you so much for your time Cameron and so for our final question as always uh if you're ready just like to ask you if you had your final moments in this world and you're about to say goodbye to your loved ones what piece of advice guidance or a quote would you share with them yeah well I've listened to a lot of your podcasts so I've had time to think about this question um there'd be a few things I would say actually um one thing would be don't take your sight for granted don't take any of your senses for granted um sight it's such a precious uh sense to have and when you don't uh, there is a lot that you don't get to have. Um, I'd also say in the same breath, make sure you take time and opportunity to capture with the eyes of your heart the beauty, the people, the opportunity that is around you because even sighted people are often distracted and don't stop and don't take in the fullness of what is right in front of them. Um, I'd also say that you know the impossible is possible if you choose to look outside of the lines if you choose to look outside of the norm um, and then lastly i would say don't underestimate the power of a hug or a smile or a touch um, 
those things are just so incredibly powerful and I feel in this day rare because we're such a, a busy technological society that we are not stopping to connect we're not stopping to serve so you know uh, all those material things are wonderful but just don't underestimate uh, the little things that is the four absolutely wonderful answers and uh, yeah so beautiful and so many lessons in tonight's episode